Major art theft in Boston overnight. Two thieves posing as police officers overpowered museum guards. Very dramatically said, gentlemen, this is a robbery. A part of our heritage has been stolen. This horrible thing occurred in 1990. Everything changed because of that. Someone on the inside helped the thieves. From the guys who brought you Missing Maura Murray and Crawl Space. Empty Frames will be available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts on February 6th. Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. Holy crap. Welcome to episode 10. (gasps) What? Double digits. My God. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think it is too. I'm pretty sure it's episode 10 of the Gray and Green Show. Rachel Gray and Jackie Green for 105.3 Hot FM in Grand Rapids. And how was your Thanksgiving? Because I know you did your own Thanksgiving. It went really well. Surprisingly well. Yeah? How many people? We had... My mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, me, Jim, and the baby. Holy cow. So it wasn't, that's really not that many. That's a lot. It was like six. Good for you, dude. Plus little kid. How was, and I know everyone wants to know about this, (laughs) the boneless turkey. It was good. Was it? You really liked it? It tasted like a pork tenderloin, but turkey. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like turkey breast, pretty much. You just put it in the crock pot and spiced it up? Put it, I didn't do anything to it. I had a side of gravy, (laughs) crock pot of that, boom. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Does Jim like to cook? No. No. No, we're not cooks. No. We're going to turn out. You can't mess up Crock-Pot. That's exactly right. You just stick it in there and it goes. If you're not cooks and you're doing Thanksgiving, I really think you went the right route with the Crock-Pot turkey. That was a great idea. So what did you cook outside? What were your sides? Okay. All we made was the turkey, the stuffing, and the mashed potatoes. Okay, and then your family brought everything? Brought everything else. Pies, dessert, green bean casserole, all that good stuff. You had a big weekend last weekend. How was your anniversary party bus, too? Thanksgiving and anniversary party bus. Well, okay, so backing up, Thanksgiving took a turn for the worst. The baby got really sick, and she had had, like, diarrhea all day and night leading into Thanksgiving. And we thought, oh, she got diarrhea. She's a baby. They blow out, right? We didn't know. She didn't seem sick otherwise. Well, we sat her in, this is a... This sounds fake. It's yeah. so ridiculous. We sat her in her high chair at the table, and she had just had a bottle. And we all started to eat. She burped and then projectile vomited an entire <laughs> bottle all over Jim's plate. Like, Jim's plate got covered. Like, and it didn't land anywhere except Jim's plate. I've Poor never seen crazy. anything like it. It was into, and then she started laughing, and we're and so we're laughing. The baby we puked up. and then started laughing. Yeah, she was like. <laughs> Oh my God, did she feel better after she threw up? Well, we were hoping that, but no, it oh got no. worse. So then she keeps getting diarrhea, keeps vomiting her bottles. She got so dehydrated, we spent 12 hours in the hospital the next day. On the day after Thanksgiving? On Friday. On Black Friday, you yeah, were in the hospital? at the children's hospital, and they put her on a little IV. They had to put a needle in her arm? Yeah, in her, no, in her foot, they couldn't find her veins, because she's too little. Oh my God. It was so sad. How did she do? Well, she cried and cried and cried, then they got the IV and taped it down and turned the lights down, and she just passed out. As soon as the lights went yeah, down. Yeah, and they just had to give her like a little bag of fluids. And then after that, she basically slowly got better. And by Saturday evening, she was fine. You know, I'm not a mom, but I can imagine that when your kid has to go to the hospital, that it is the scariest thing. Well, it in wasn't the world. at the time because what happened was I called the doctor just to say, hey, she's had a lot of diarrhea overnight. I'm just a little concerned. Like, how do I make this stop? Because there's nothing you can give her. Right. And the doctor said, well, how many times? I said, I think since yesterday at four, she's had like. 
at least eight or nine diapers. And the doctor goes, whoa, okay, you need to come in right now. And I go, oh, oh okay. okay. So I'm a doctor, like, whatever. Right. And then they were like, I think she's kind of dehydrated. We'll give her an IV of fluids. And I'm like, oh, well, that sounds serious. So like, no, it's really not. But then she came back and said, we can't do that here. She's too little. And I go, okay. Oh, no. So we need to send you to the hospital. So then we had to go downtown. And that's when I started to get like, okay, this is getting a little scary. Right. But then, like I said, by the time we got home that afternoon, it was like 5 p.m. on Friday. Mm -hmm. She started to seem a little better, but she was tired. Slept all night, had a couple more of those diapers. And then by Saturday at noon, she was fine. Nice, because by Saturday, she never had a fever. She never got sick. Like, she never had a fever, never, no other symptoms other than diarrhea. Wow. And dehydration. So yeah, but then you my know, mom. When we have her. diarrhea. It's like, oh well, it'll go away. But when it's like, oh, has- I lost all this weight and we're doing things. right. <laughs> a baby, on the other hand, eight yeah, or nine, you thing. don't think anything of it. I don't blame you for being like, man, it'll pass. Right. But wow, I'm glad she's feeling better. Me too. And then she felt better by Saturday afternoon. Your mom yeah. got to stay with her, and yep. then you got to go get drunk. Yeah. Then we went <laughs> and had some fun. <laughs> you celebrated your third anniversary. How was the party bus? Where'd you go? Did it was you, fun. Did it have so, a stripper pole? It did have. A, it had a mini stripper. Pole. Yeah. And it, it fit like 20 people, and we had like 17 or 18 of us. Yeah. And we went like a mini brewery tour, went to like four or five breweries just yeah. around Grand Rapids. Fun. It was fun. We had a good time. I, I love it. I absolutely love party buses. Fun. Like, I know you could have came. What I do you mean I you love come. party buses? I know, I know I could have come, but yes, I, I do really enjoy party buses. <laughs> I love putting Christmas trees up. I did put my Christmas tree up this weekend. My house is all decked out for the holidays, and Thanksgiving in Chicago was amazing. Was it sweet? Oh my God. We did Thanksgiving buffet, so it was like $50 a person. It was so good. And it was incredible. My parents are now like, we're never doing Thanksgiving again. No, why would you my after that? My mom was like cussing and dropping the F word about stuffing by the end of the <laughs> night. She goes, oh my God, if this were Thanksgiving at home, I'd be still packaging up effing stuffing. I was like, mom, we're at a table. Like there's children around. Yeah, like Watch this is still Thanksgiving, mom. Yeah, so she's, they're so excited. They love it and they love Chicago. And we did. How um, was Black Friday? Black Friday was tight. Was it so, sweet? <laughs> yeah. So we finished up Thanksgiving dinner at like 4.30. Right. We take a cab back to the hotel, and our hotel was, like, right off Magnificent Mile in Michigan Ave in Chicago. And we start realizing, as we're going down Michigan Ave, the stores are starting to open. And my dad loves Banana Republic. So we have a foreign man driving us. And he's talking to us. My dad had to talk to every damn cab driver. Oh, yeah. He loved it. So we're sitting there and I go, oh, my God, Dad, Banana Republic's open. He looks at the cab driver and goes, stop the car. Stop the car. Pull over. Pull over now. So we were shopping on Thanksgiving night. Everything was half off. It was (gasps) incredible. You would have had to change your your pants, Jackie Green. You would have been flipping the hell out. Oh, my God. Did you buy so many cool clothes? I just went nuts. I bought gifts for people, but Aaron got You buy anything for yourself? Um, I got a scarf. That was it. Is it the one you're wearing? No, I've had this one. Oh, okay. I, like <laughs> I got that a one. blanket scarf that's blue and plaid, if you oh, must I know. Oh, I love blanket scarves. <laughs> yeah. I got one, too, on Saturday. You did? Mm-hmm. Did you get your Christmas tree up yet? Yes. You did? We did, did it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. After we put Greenlee to bed, we put the tree up. With your fam? No, they were gone. Just the two of you? They all left around 5, 30, or 6. Yeah. And then we put her to bed because she was, like, super sleepy. And then, because she was pooping everywhere. And so <laughs> then we uh, put the tree up. 
Yeah. Nice. Okay. So this morning, Jackie came into the studio, like right when I was finishing up my show, talking about how she had just gotten robbed at a gas oh, station. Robbed. But now we're not sure if it actually happened at a gas station. What happened? Yeah, I know. So, okay, let's back up. So this is why I thought it was the gas station. I have an Apple Watch, the new one too, the Series 2, and I really like it. That's fancy. I know. I would never spend the money I on that. I saved... My makeup. I just wanted one, and I like them. And I saved my money for my little makeup business for months <laughs> you to did? buy this damn watch. Aww. So then I get it. I've had it for like two months. And I had it in my car. It had just died. I had to charge it. I had it in my car. It was, in a, it was like in a bag, but you probably could see it. Well, I was pumping gas. I went in to go to the bathroom. And my car was clearly unlocked. Which yeah. I leave unlocked all the time. I'm I leave my car unlocked to the gas station all the all time. time. I leave my car unlocked everywhere. All the time. Uh, really? I don't leave it I'm in my bad. driveway unlocked. So but. then I walk back to the car, and I don't know why, but I thought, oh, I'm going to charge my watch. I went to go get it out, and it's gone. I tore the car upside down, it's gone, and the charger's gone. Oh my God. But here's the thing. Then my husband immediately says this because he doubts everything I say because I'm such an idiot. No, my, my husband <laughs> does the same says, thing. Are you sure you saw it today? And I went, Ooh. <laughs> he makes you second guess yourself. I got now I don't guess remember. the same thing. And so now I'm like, well, could it have happened? Normally my car's in the garage. Yeah. Last night, the last couple days, it's been in the driveway. Okay. Because I have a bunch of stuff in my garage. Unlocked? Unlocked. So now I'm like, when did I see it last? It could have happened in my driveway. But my neighbor, he's like an ex-state trooper or something. Yeah. He has these security cameras and he his driveway faces mine. And he goes, I can see your car from my cameras so he's gonna scroll oh back God. through the footage so you're gonna go through surveillance tape today and see if somebody got he's your going car through it right night. now is he really yeah oh my gosh i gotta become better friends with my neighbors yeah this i'm not cool. friends with my neighbors at all really the only neighbor i have like across the street that's really nice his name is rick and he's retired and he has this very pretty very old golden retriever he sunbathes in his driveway all summer oh. long <laughs> Fancy. but he's so nice like i always say you guys don't have like guy. neighborhood parties or anything fun no we do and neighborhood bar crawls where each house has drinks. That is awesome. It's so fun. I want to live in your neighborhood. Move My over. neighbors kind of suck. I had a neighbor come up to our driveway recently and was like, hey, you know, it was being really nice. And then he's like, man, you guys got a great deal in this house. Because I've only been in there like a year and a half. How do you know? Well, he's, a, he's a realtor. Oh. And he goes, he doesn't realize my husband's a mortgage loan officer. He goes, you guys got a great deal in this house. It's almost as big as mine. <gasps> okay, yep. No, I'm done. And I, I, like you. I like literally looked at Aaron. I was like, I'm going to cut this man. And <laughs> I'm going to cut this and man. And I looked at him and I said, well, which house is yours? He points down the street. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Really? In my head, I was thinking, oh, you mean that house you have from 1954? Bite me, bro. <laughs> that house looks terrible. Yeah, so I don't really like my neighbors that much. Bite I did me, just bro. find out our mutual friend, DNFL Zone from Fox yeah. 17, lives down the road. She does. She doesn't know this, but I've been creeping in her windows. Not like hanging out. <laughs> I just gave her this look. <laughs> like, what? Not like hanging outside what her house. What do you house. see? Anything cool? I like more... Maybe I'll take my dog Ellie for a walk today and Peek see in the what's window. going on. I just want to run into her. Well, why don't you just knock on the door and say hi? Because that's weird. No, it's not. She might. She's got a baby. She's got stuff going on. I don't want to be creepy. When we first moved into our house, we were really worried it was going to suck in the neighborhood because we moved in and these two ladies came over. It was like day one. We weren't even moved in yet. Yeah. And they knocked on the door and we said hello. They go, hi, we want to welcome you to the neighborhood. They had like cookies. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what? so sweet. Oh no, it gets better. This is so sweet. This we love is our incredible. Uh, then they said, so, you know that tree in your front yard's dead. <laughs> And I said, oh, okay. She goes, yeah, it's been dead for years. Dead tree. 
it's dead. <laughs> and she just stared at me. And I went, like, what are you going to do about your tree, yes, Jackie? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then she goes, no one's lived here for a little while, so it's yeah, dead trees. I feel yeah. like old people just have no clue. She wasn't old. You're making it sound like she's 80. She's like 45. Oh, my God. That's not And okay. I go, okay. And then they laugh. No. And I go, Jim, that lady wants me to cut down our tree. And she's like, he's like, what? <laughs> I told him. And he's like, uh, okay. Yeah, no. Oh my God. We finally cut it down like yeah. a year later. This is turning into neighborhood stories, but right, <laughs> that wasn't planned. <laughs> not that we're ever planned. No, we're not really planned, but this is the podcast of the neighbor stories. But I swear, I my neighbors, I don't know if they like don't like me or what, but earlier this summer, there was water running underneath my driveway. Okay. It caved in three feet. Your driveway? Like my driveway. Do you know how expensive concrete is? No. $3,500 to fix my driveway. It was only half the driveway. It wasn't Ooh. even the whole thing. Holy crap. It was nuts. The whole thing would have cost me $7,500. For a driveway? For a driveway. Concrete. Got to get in the concrete biz, Jack. We're missing That's, our calling. Yeah, what are we doing in radio? Yeah, I know. It would make us rich. <laughs> what are you doing driveways? So my driveway caves in, and we have to figure out what the problem is before we can have it fixed. So we have this giant orange cone sitting where the hole is oh, where yeah. driveways caved in because it's a hazard to people in the neighborhood. You can't just walk through my driveway. You break a leg. So we had to put it well, there. Why the would they city, walk through your driveway? I don't know. I catch people do it all the time. Get off my lawn. Because they're creeping. Get off my property. So they're... They know. They're, they're like, Rachel Gray lives there. No, I don't know. I don't Let's tell people what I do. It. I don't tell really? anybody. I don't want anybody to know where my house is. No, I wouldn't want that either. No. <laughs> I ain't going on the radio saying, I live over here. Yeah. Like someone we chance. know. I just called out a neighbor <laughs> of mine, like someone we know. Right. right. But... There's a big orange cone because the city makes us put it there. Our driveway's barricaded off with caution tape for two months because we have to figure out how this is happening before we can fix it. We have a structural engineer come out. Da, 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 da. My neighbor has the audacity oh my God. to say to my husband, so uh, when do you think you're going to get that driveway fixed? Never. Right. Actually, we were planning on leaving it that way. Just so you we like parking on at. the road. Right. He's Doesn't bother us none. He's got a tiny dog. He's old and retired. He's a very nice man. But really, sir, we're getting it fixed. Yes, we're getting it fixed. We have to figure out what's wrong with it first. And we got to save the money. I know. Thank you. Neighbors are nutty. I know. Sometimes they are. And that's like, why do you care what my house looks like? Right. Do you make friends with your neighbors? Yeah. We like, party. Well, I know you, you make friends with your neighbors, but like, like, are you close friends? Do you do things outside of neighborhood get-togethers? No. No? No, we do, like, wine nights, and we, like, once in a while, where the ladies in the neighborhood all have wine. That's kind of fun. Are they all your age? Are they all you and I, like, our age? Between, I'd say between 30 and 45, 50. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's cool. See, I, yeah. One of our neighbors has a bar in his basement, and he was featured in all these local magazines for having this, like, ridiculous bar in his basement that he built. It's legit. And he has an What makes it so cool? It's like a legit bar. It's like you walk into a sports bar. It doesn't even look like a house. What? And he has this light that he has in the window that faces the road, and it says open. And if the light's on, you can just walk in his house, he says. (laughs) I love how Jackie says, he says, clearly you've never done it. (laughs) No, because every time it's on, I think, I don't want to go. Right. That's weird. What if I do it? He says, well, I was just. Hey, Johnny, I'm here for that drink. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. (laughs) I just went there on on the neighborhood bar crawl. Nice. That's fun. Yeah, I think this is part he of the problem. It starts with a J. Though. It does start with a J? Because it's called, they call it JJ's because his wife's name starts with a J and so does his. Well, that's adorable. 
I know. Apparently, it's, I need it's to get really cool. But I think this goes back to my problem that Jackie and I have discussed more than once is I don't try to make friends. Like I could, I could go meet my neighbors and say, hey, you want to have wine nights on Wednesdays? Well, no, what helps us is we have a Facebook group. So you can oh just, my God. you don't have to do it face to face. Well, we're an association. Okay. So you can just post in the Facebook group, hey, uh, I'm going to put a little fire pit out in the driveway if anyone wants to walk over with a beer. And then people don't feel as intimidated because they're not like walking up. I just told you on Facebook. You guys like post that? Yeah, on the Facebook page, they come to your house. Yeah, Halloween was awesome. People had beer and you could like, when you trick or treat, they'd give you beer. I feel like people have a real stigma about parents drinking and trick-or-treating. My parents did that for years. Oh, yeah. We always did. My parents always drank and took me around the neighborhood. My parents always did. Never thought twice about it. No, is that not a thing anymore? I think that people, like, turn their nose up about that. Really? Our whole neighborhood did it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving to Jackie's neighborhood. Yeah, dude. You're missing out. Somebody else is listening to this going, I want to live in Jackie's neighborhood. It's like living in paradise, really. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Dead trees and all. That's a thing, though. I feel like when you make new friends, even, like, in your real in life, in your neighborhood, at work. It's work. No, it's hard. It's hard. It's work. You have to, I feel like I have to impress people. I don't want to have you over for a dinner party. No. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to make my house clean before no. you come over. No. Like, can we just hang out? Can we go to the bar? Like, you right. know what I mean? I just feel like the older you get, the harder it yeah, is. Yeah, but like when you have a baby, you'll feel differently about that. No, I think that's true. Because then you can't bring the baby to the bar and you're like, dang it. Yeah. Can we go to Applebee's? I can bring can a baby there. That's <laughs> family friendly. Applebee's. Chili's. eat free. <laughs> Chili's. I know, Applebee's. right? Yeah. Fridays. And do you think like as a mom, do you make more friends with you having a kid? Honestly, I wouldn't have thought that before. Yeah. But I think I do have more friends I've made recently. No, I believe it. I think people that people will be like, bond. we should do a play date. But play date when you have a six month old means they're not going to play. They're going to lie there while we drink a glass of wine. Right. Exactly. But I think that when you have a baby and you meet somebody else that has one, you already have that mutual thing that can fill up conversation right. for days. Right. You know right. what I mean? You have the comparing everything stories, to talk about. asking questions, talking about breastfeeding. Does your kid right. do this? My kid does this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe that will change for me when we have a kid. But yeah, look, right now, will. I'm like, don't like anybody. I like my coworkers. I like you. I like Michelle that I work with during the morning show yeah. and Laura. Laura. That's, and Nikki downstairs. That's sales rep. I love her. Like, but that's it. I have no desire to go meet people and say, hey, we should hang out. I just. I know that sounds terrible. And like people come out from my past that'll move to West Michigan. And I'm like, I don't even feel like I really know you anymore. I know. Well, okay. On that topic, do you still hang out with every single person that was in your wedding party? Yeah. Every single person in my wedding party has been like my two best friends I've known since I was five. My other two best friends I've known since I was like 15. My brother's fiance. I'm struggle bussing because... Really? I don't regret anyone for my wedding. Yeah. I wish I would have added a few more. I feel like that too. I have those regrets. there were people I didn't add because they were newer friends like in the last two years. Yeah. But they are very close to me and are there for me now while the people that are in it have a place in my heart from the past, but they live far away. I talk to them once a year and I'm kind of like, oh, once a year. Yeah. Everybody in my wedding, I think I talk to at least every week. What? Yeah. I've had the same friends for like ever and ever, but there are two girls that I wish I would have had at my wedding that I've been friends with for a very long time, but they do live far away. But then when we get back together, it's like nothing ever changed. And I didn't put them in my wedding. And to the end of my life, I will feel bad about it. 
I will feel bad about it. In fact, every time a wedding comes up and I'm drunk with them, I tell them how sorry I I should have had you in my wedding. I tell them every single time. And my best friend Bess looks at me. And she really is one of my best friends. But we just kind of had like a phase where we weren't talking. Right. She looks at me and says... I'm going to be honest. It really hurt my feelings. So I actually had her do a reading at the wedding, but she was not a bridesmaid. See, what I did, I did something similar. I had my girlfriend who should have been in the wedding um, be the mistress of ceremonies. Oh, nice. That was She helped out. And she like, I didn't really make her do anything. I just wanted her to be in the limo and hang out and be part of it. Yeah. Just so she felt like And I think, you know what? If you are getting ready to get married and you're struggling with the bridesmaids thing, that is a tough beast to handle. And guys are so lucky because they'll just put them as an usher. Oh, can I have a couple extra ushers? Exactly. And then it's like best of both worlds. Exactly. We didn't even have ushers at our wedding. The groomsmen were the ushers. Oh, really? Yeah, but honestly, like, it's hard and I... I think that I was mad at one of my friends during the time, oh. and that is why I was like, you know what? No, no, right. she doesn't even care about me. I don't even, I'm not even gonna have her at the wedding. No, like I was right. Being a total I'm over bitch. it. I'm bridezilla right now. Right. It's my wedding, my day. Right, I was, <laughs> and to day. this day, I regret it. So if you are him hawing about who you want in your wedding, do it because you're gonna regret it. Like right. I've been married for two years now, and I still feel bad about it. I just wanted people who like I have. I think that it's not as much that we don't talk that bothers me as much as I'm starting to, to like realize I don't think I'm as special to them as they were to me. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Like, I think I have these memories with these people and I'm like, they're like really like still one of my best friends, even if I don't see you very often anymore. Right. Like we can pick back up where we left off. Like I think of you like you were just very close with me, but I don't think they think that about me. Wait, they probably do. No, I'm pretty sure they don't. It's just one. Oh, it's just one. It's just one. Well, I'm trying to say they in case what's she listens, one, but she won't listen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? I, yeah. Right. Um, honestly, Jack, I think that sometimes you get yourself worked up. Oh yeah. In the aspect that, like, you worry people are mad at you. Oh or, yeah. Like, Hardcore. You know all that stuff. You overthink things. Oh and I yeah. Think, I know you. Everybody I know loves you and wants to be around oh, you. You're like nice a light. Well, I'm serious. I think that people enjoy being in your presence, and I think that that person probably does you just are overthinking it i think some she people does. are bad at showing she just has, it like, made like a new life for herself pretty much oh really since college and every time we've ever hung out it's me reaching out oh hey i'll come yeah. visit you hey i'll do this well i finally was like i have a baby now i'm done doing that no i totally agree and like once you have a kid it changes your I'd priorities never heard from her. change i've never heard from her since the kid so you haven't heard from her since you're at greenlee mm-hmm. who is this hoe I know. That's and that's awful. what makes me think she was doesn't she, think the same. She was in your wedding? Yes. And you haven't heard from her since you've had the baby? No. That makes me so mad. But I saw her, I saw she was around. So I sent her a message and it's like, Like hey, in the area? No, but in oh. Michigan, in the state. She yeah. doesn't live here anymore. Okay. And I said, hey, if you're still in the state, you should come over. You can stay at our house, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, every, and then she wrote back really, she was really nice and said, oh, we're not going to be here anymore. Like, Right now, me and my new boyfriend are in town, but yeah. blah, blah, blah. But she, and she did say then, oh, my God, Greenlee's the cutest baby ever. I follow whatever. Right. But I was kind of like, oh, so you did see that. Okay, but here's, here's <laughs> the other thing, Oh, so though. you did see that. Like, as we grow up, as we get married, as we have kids right. and our lives right. change and all these things become important, I think you realize who you want to spend your life with. And right. I'm not talking about your husband or your no. boyfriend. I'm talking about the people you want included 
in your day-to-day right, life. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, my girlfriend's, my girlfriend that lives on the other side of the state, we've been friends since we were 13 years old. She's my right arm. If I, if I, right. She's got four kids. If I, if I ever have issues, I call her. You know, she's just everything to me. My other two girlfriends that live in Indianapolis, I've known them since they were six. Like, they have been around forever, and we have worked and this is girl isn't doing this for you. You have to work for those that you, you love that you want to stay in your life. And if that girl's not willing to do it, F her. Well, I don't. For some reason, I don't feel that way with her. Or is she selfish? That's what it is. A, a little. It sounds she's, selfish. She's one of those people that's really like driven with her career. Okay. And she's driven. And that's all that matters right now. And I think that's kind of why this has happened since college is that. This is what I care about. This is what I'm doing. Either jump on the ship and understand or keep it moving. moving. Really? And I just am more, well, I used to think I was like career driven. Like I want to be on the news. Let's do this stuff. I'm not like that though. Like I'm not going to move around and do that. Like that takes guts. And I guess I I don't have it. I would would. move around. No, you totally would. I've had a couple, like I've had job offers, but I won't move far from my family. That's my big thing. Right. My family, and this goes back to who you want to spend your life with. Right. They are who I want to be around. Right. There's only one other city I would go outside of Grand Rapids. Well, I, I would stay Midwest. Depending on the radio, you don't want to be like across the country, really super far away. No, I got a job offer out of Sacramento once. That is way too far. No, that's pretty far. Why I even entertained it? I think it was one of those. Ooh, this makes me feel good. I'll see. This makes me feel. They could have offered me five hundred grand, and I would not have moved to Sacramento, California. No, that's not a chance. That's far. No, it's too far, and. that's the thing. Like the, the older you get, the more you pay attention to who you want to be around. Right. And that's the thing. Like, do I really want to go out on a limb and try and make new friends? I my I love having friends. And I like, yeah. my problem is this. I'm that person that's like, once you're my friend, I'm like, you're like my best friend. That's great. <laughs> like, we're going to talk every freaking day. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed that about you, but I think it's a wonderful thing. It's good and it's bad. I no. think I buck people sometimes. I'm like, want to hang out now? What about now? What about <laughs> right now? I what think are you it's doing this cool. weekend? The reason I think it's cool is you do not let anybody ever think they are unimportant to you. Well, if you like if somebody's your friend, they know they are important to you. Right. Yes. But that's a good thing. And you also know if you're not, because I just ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? Not intentionally. Yeah. But it's like, oh, they texted me. I'll text later. But you know that's a problem. I text everyone back immediately. I hate when people do it. Clearly somebody's ignoring me. (laughs) Oh, I hate when people do it. I hate when people do it to me. I get so, I'm like, I know you saw that message. Right. Don't you sit there and pretend you don't have your phone in your lap because you updated your Facebook and I know you do that from your phone. (laughs) This is how women think for real. I know. I know. I like if somebody tells me they're busy, I'll go check their Snapchat. (laughs) That's awesome. What's this girl doing? Oh, I do that on Facebook. Like I'll text my friend. And then if she doesn't write back, I'll check her Facebook. I'm like, oh, really? You liked that cat yeah. photo I just posted, but you can't write me back? It's the inner working of the female mind. We're nut jobs. We are nuts. Absolute nut jobs. We're nuts. You know, I get really mad when men say, well, she was crazy. Women are crazy. Oh, they love me. to label women crazy. Men are crazy. But at the end of the day, women are a little whacked out. That means yeah. I think that I have sometimes where my mind goes off and I'm like, I am crazy. Why am I thinking this? Way? Oh, I think I do that too. But it yeah. doesn't mean men don't do it. They just don't vocalize it. It's exactly right. And they'll just never admit it. Men are also crazy. They just know how to shut their mouth. Yeah, they just don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, if sh- if I could shut my mouth. I know, right? Half- my life would change. Oh, drastically. Yeah. Drastically. <laughs> my biggest thing is if I'm like overwhelmed with emotion or I have a serious amount of feelings all at once. 
it comes out in the most harshest of ways yes, possible. That is exactly and what it's I do. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how mean I sound until like I then reflect and I'm like, oh, that was mean. <laughs> Listen to us talk. No wonder nobody wants to be our friend. friend. Jim <laughs> Jim will tell me. This is Jim's famous line. I need to tape record you because you do not know how mean you sound. That's what he said. And I don't I'm like, that was mean? Like, I have no yeah. idea. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just talking. Right. If and I start firing off, though, I'll be like, bah, 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 and bah, da, 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 yeah. and, da, da, da. Yep. and Aaron, will, he'll hold up his hand and he'll go, stop. Yeah. Stop right now. And that's what Jim does. That's almost identical to what Jim does. <laughs> it then, makes him, he's like, you need to cool it. Well, that just gives me the green light to keep going. Oh, you want me to what? You want me to right. stop? Worst thing your husband can say to you, go. Calm down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Calm That's down. What I, wanted. <laughs> I hate it. And you know what? Aaron will say, like, I think the worst thing he hates when I say is, I, cause like he won't say, are you okay to me? Because no. if he says, are you okay to me, I'm not the wife that goes, I'm fine. No, I'm the either. wife goes, I will tell I'm you. I'm not okay. This oh, yeah. Same. I'm no, I'm never just fine. I'm not going to be like, Oh, I'm fine. When I'm not fine. Right. No. I'm going to sit here and be miserable. Right. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Yesterday, this happened. I was getting something out of the trunk of my car, and it was really heavy. And Jim was helping me. And it was in the morning, and he's trying to rush to work. He's like, just lift this. Just lift this. I couldn't lift it. It was heavy. So I'm like, I, I can't. hate when I so can't lift something. So then he goes, oh, my gosh. Calm down. He put his hands on my shoulder. I whip my head around. I go, do not touch me right now. <laughs> and he goes, Jesus, Jackie, calm down. Oh, my God. Cannot tell a woman calm down. No. If you and then I feel guilty about today. it all morning. I'm like, I guess I didn't need to snap at him to not touch me. Right. Like, but I was just like so irritated in that moment. Like, what are you doing? Just right. help me get this out. Don't touch my shoulders and tell me to calm down. Will you apologize? If I'm actually wrong. Yeah. No, I will too. Like, if I go too far and I'm wrong, like I was being really mean, then yes, I always say sorry. But if it's something like, grow up. That really shouldn't bother you that much. Yeah. Then I no, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Because sometimes I feel like you're just too thin skinned. Love you, babe. But that's thin skinned, really. I think so. Yeah. Like I'm not like he takes things like well, that was just mean. That was just that mean. was just mean, babe. <laughs> and I'm like, was it though? Was it that mean? Or you was being a baby? <laughs> but yeah, I am mean. I told him. I told him the other day. I go, listen, 99 percent of the time, I know I'm wrong. <laughs> so can we just take that admit it. and then I never have to apologize again 99% of the time I'm right Aaron if you're listening really no I'm not I'm always wrong but yeah. no here's the thing though this is what we've discovered I'm not wrong in the beginning I'm wrong because I take it to a level that's wrong that's exactly like, right I started right let me read you this so Aaron's Aaron's brother is like my best friend in the world I love him dearly and he loves to send me like different memes that are me he'll say like that's you or something stupid and it was a meme that he sent me of kermit the frog laying in bed like looking (laughs) looking sad okay here it is it is kermit the frog laying in bed looking sad and the meme says when you get so annoyed at something and you get into a massive mood and later on you realize you completely overreacted but it's too late. <laughs> that is me to a T. I can work me. myself up like there is no tomorrow. And then I get so worked up that I'll start off angry and like tough and yeah. then I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jim's like staring at me like, you are yeah. nuts. 
And, you know, if there's a guy listening right now, he's like, thank God I'm not married to those two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're listening and they're thinking, my wife does that, too. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Episode 10. Holy crap. We should do something fun for like episode 20. Like what? I don't know. We'll think about it and get back to you next week. I don't know. Rate us on be. iTunes. We need more. We're yeah. not. We, we're at fifty three. Yep. We I need want more 100. ratings. We need more ratings on iTunes. Look for Gray and subscribe, Green. Subscribe. Show. Subscribe. Subscribe. And look for Gray Green Show on Twitter. You can find Gray and Green Show on Facebook. And email us. I want some opinions. I did get an awesome email from a listener, Julie. Julie, thanks for reaching out. She said she loves the honesty that you and I give. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing you will always get. It's with really Jackie. easy. To be honest, when we know it's recording and not live for some reason, yes, and then I don't know. it plays I back, live. and I like I look at the count, and I'm like, oh, 700 people heard that, yeah, Ooh, 800, Whoops. ooh, yeah, like <laughs> like episode two when we talked about pooping our pants, 700 yeah. people <laughs> pooping on that golf course. Yeah. My husband was psyched about that one. If, <laughs> if you <laughs> haven't heard two, go back because you it, episode two is two, two. If you missed that one, two covers two. <laughs> Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com if you want to share any opinions with us or if you have an episode idea. But thanks for hanging out with us today. I think next week we should do something like Christmas related. Oh, like, yeah. Let's do something fun like the worst Christmas songs of all time. Oh, like, there you go. Mine is the favorite and worst and your favorite. Because I, fa- yeah, I have a couple favorites favorite that just are my jam. I like it. It's your jam? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, like, one or two that I just, like, honestly like, and it yeah. doesn't come on the radio enough. If I have to hear the Christmas shoes one more time, I'm going to oh. jump off the building. Mom, I'm going to buy these shoes. Oh, I can't shoes. take <laughs> So depressing. Oh, actually, I have, like, now I'm, like, convulsing. I don't like that song. <laughs> All right, we'll do that next week. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Bye. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.